I think I wanted to be able to kind of want to be able to do everything in a workout. Even if it's not RX, I can still do the skills. Have you um, gotten to that point? Yeah, I feel like I have. And I would, you know, and so I felt a little more confident signing up for some competitions. Um, and one of them I RX did and one of the other competition I didn't. And they were two just very different competitions. One I had a female partner, one I had a male partner, but just feeling a little more confident to do some of those things because now I have a little bit broader skill set. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Welcome, Stephanie. Hello, Charlie. All right. We're going to do something fun. This will be a two-part podcast so that you'll be in the part one version. It's Coach's Goals for 2022 and kind of a look back at 2021. Perfect. So reflect a little bit on 2021. You started at College Station CrossFit in 2021. Um, So let's, let's just kind of start January 1, 2021. And where were you in your fitness? How did you feel the year went? Um, kind of where are you ending in your fitness? Give me kind of a summary in that. Yeah, those are good questions. So I was working out before coming here in March of 2021, doing a lot of more strength. I would do the conditioning pieces, but not necessarily as intense because I was working out by myself. Mm-hmm. And there's just not quite that same intensity when you're by yourself. Um, when so I, all your workouts really Most before. of them, where I was formally coaching, I really was by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I could jump in and do a workout, I couldn't jump into a group because gotcha. I was constant. I was the head coach. Yeah. Um, so I would push myself, but that intensity wasn't quite as intense. Mm-hmm. There's just something about pushing hard next to somebody else that's pushing hard. Yeah. Um, but I would say I was definitely in shape, but when I joined CrossFit again and back in that group and uh, community mentality, one of my big goals was prudently and safely rebuilding my heart rates, building my strength again, and pushing that intensity. Because I knew that I would push a little bit harder. Um, and I feel like that's exactly what this year has been. Um, staying healthy, staying fit, staying out of the hospital, because this year was three years. or So from January to October was a part of that third year. And if anybody heard your podcasts that we did before they yes. would know so it's a and, neuromuscular yeah. autonomic neuro disor- autonomic nervous disorder right um where it's good to push that line and that's actually why when i improve but you got to be careful and it's super uncomfortable um but like i've seen tremendous progress from pushing that line and in a safe environment um so i feel like that's what 2021 has been what would you say are measurable ways that you can um, confidently say you're fitter or, um, or, or that you've made progress um, we did was it Eva oh yeah the 800 meter the, run 800 meter 30 run. kettlebell swings oh, 30 pull ups 5 rounds which was crazy high heart rate um, but I was able to push that line and I never blacked out and I had pushed my heart rate even higher than before so it may not have been un- it was uncomfortable but like Three months ago, I probably before that, I probably would have passed out. So seeing that my slowly 1% increases every single day, the consistency had paid off because that's really 
what I need to do for my health, what everybody really needs to do mm-hmm. for their health, but it's just very vital for me. Um, I was still symptomatic, but not to the same intensity, right? Or um, even yesterday, up and down motions can get me, but I did Chad and my heart rate hit 184. And 1,000 step ups on 20 inch <laughs> box with a 20 pound vest. But it was, it was actually, you know, offering up when it's uncomfortable for somebody else. But it was also really, it kind of pushed me to want to do it even more because I was like, wow, I am not blacking out on the floor where six months ago, there's a good chance I probably couldn't have done that. Did you learn anything new about yourself this year? Or, or would you say that everything was pretty much like you? Like um, sometimes when we do things, yeah. we learn, you know, and I'm just curious based on kind of how you're describing the last year. I think a lot of it I've known, um, but it's been easier for me to do that in this setting, Mm. right? So to be surrounded by, when I can jump in the classes, to be surrounded by even our team of coaches and Mm -hmm. you, like there's an extra push, there's an extra security blanket. Um, And again, I love fitness, so I want to put, do that drive. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I surprised myself, but it was one of those, I'm glad I'm at where I'm at and I want to push even further. So like, 2022, like, I want to take it even further. Um, What does that mean? So, I feel like my endurance has gotten better. My symptoms have lessened. I've been out of the hospital, even though I have symptoms daily. um, My endurance has gotten better. But there's certain things. um, What can help a little bit more? Um, So, recovery. Like, I did Chad, and my recovery was 87% on my whoop. And I noticed the other day I did some more leg lower dominant movements and I had a higher recovery. And that to me, I'm starting and I felt good. Maybe that is something for my chronic health condition that is more beneficial, right? So more tweaking and fine tuning um, is what can I do to take it a little bit better, feel a little bit better, just a little. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying drastic, Um I'm a part of this 2% that pushed that line. The doctors always told me 98% wouldn't do it because it's uncomfortable. Well, there's now certain symptoms that I feel when I do work out, but they can't quite help me because they don't usually have people push that line. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. And so there are times where my muscles will like lock up. So it's like, okay, can I offset that in a different way with my higher, I mean, my electrolyte intake is crazy. It's not normal. But when I do that differently or if I eat a little bit differently, um, would so you kind say, of more fine-tuning. Would you say you're paying attention more to nutrition now than you were at the beginning of the year or same? I'd say it's about the same. Okay. That's been a big part of it in general. Um, I've gotten better at nutrition um, just by implementing the right kind of systems to make sure I meal preps and I have that available especially when I'm busy. I think the good part about, you know, even our members hearing coaches share Mm -hmm. is like, you know, I always said like, I'm no different than you, right? right? I might just be further along in my journey. Right. And that's really the truth. I mean, at the core of it, I'm going on a fitness journey, just like the newest client that signed up. The only difference is they just signed up and I may be on that journey a little bit longer. Right. And so, and in that journey, we face challenges. Absolutely. So, you know, it's cool to hear you say that. What would you say end of 2022, like what define your, where you'd like to be in your fitness and your health? However you want to define it, right? It could be, it could be, you know, I mean, not putting an answer in your, it could be 
I want to be exactly where I am right now. Or it could be... I would say it would be more into fine-tuning. I'm really big on systems. Like, I love goals. I set yearly goals, quarterly goals, and then priorities through the week. Um, and I think they're important. But James Clear, I love his book. But he talks Power, about... Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Yeah. Like, you fall to the level of your goals, but you rise to the level of your systems. And so I'm really big on systems. And I feel like if I have those in place, like my goals are really rooted in what I think is valuable to me. So if I have these systems in place, I'm more likely to hit that goal. Um, So I think really for me, it would be fine-tuning those systems. So, you know, if if I don't meal prep and it's a long day, Chick-fil-A is calling my name. Like, So just to help people understand. So like a goal could be maybe, you know... Eating better and the system for that is meal prep correct so say it's a busy week and I'm more inclined to go pick something up a system would be okay I know like for example my Tuesday evenings and Thursdays are a little busier in the evenings with different commitments so Tuesday morning is my crock pot day like I put something in the crock pot when I get home on Tuesday and I've meal prepped my vegetables already on Sunday I'm good to go I know it's done. That system has been put in place. I go home. I'm having something healthy for dinner. I can use that same protein from Tuesday on Thursday when I know I'm also busy. So I've created the system where if I don't do that and I'm really tired when I come home that day, it's just been busy, Mm -hmm. I'm more inclined to go just pick something up. Yes. So it's more fine-tuning those systems so that I can keep that goal of eating healthier unprocessed foods. Yeah. I might say same on the fitness track. Like I'm very big on put it in the calendar. Like I Monday is twelve o'clock. That's the class I like to work out in. Um and it may shift, but I put it on the calendar and I see it like an appointment. What would you say give us like uh for the person listening that maybe doesn't necessarily have that degree of detail to goal setting, like what's the process to set goals for twenty twenty two for you? Hmm. Like how, you know, because we talked earlier, you briefly mentioned you have personal goals, you you know, different areas of your life. So I think I love to see like a person as your mind, body and soul. And Mm -hmm. like what is really important to me in my life to make me a better person? Um, And what is just a priority that fits my values at the same time? So for me, that's spiritual. That's family. Time, friends are a huge part of who I am. Um, fitness, my career, my personal growth. So it's, this has grown. This is not something I just started to do. Um, all of these things at one time at the very beginning. I've had some fantastic mentors along the way that encourage this. But they always, I remember being challenged. What are those areas in your life that are important and that make you more holy you? Right? Like the fitness part is a part of that. Personal growth is a part of that. Family and friends. Adventure. Like I love going hiking or being with my family on a trip or our girls weekends. Um, And then find those areas that are important to who you are to keep you grounded, to be a better person. And then maybe what's one goal of what you want to hit in that area? Um, If you want to grow in your faith, okay, that's great. But what, what does that mean? What is one thing you can do? Um, and it could be, I'm going to join a Bible study. It could be, I'm going to listen to praise and worship music every morning on my way to work to get me in the right mindset. So that one little system goes with the goal. You don't have to do multiple. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be big. You could choose one area, one goal, 
And then how do I make that happen? Yeah, I think you just broke that down really in a, in a bite-sized way for anybody who is kind of maybe new to goal setting or right. it might seem very intimidating as to, it could be, you know, take some areas of your life that are very right. important to you, create a goal, and then really define what it means to accomplish that goal. Absolutely. So, well, this is awesome. Thank you, Stephanie. You are welcome. And we didn't say this, but I want to mention it. You did get your first bar muscle up I in did. 2021. So I got my first bar muscle up in handstand walk. Yes. So H- I would, huge. and that was something like that's something extra. Yeah. But I would love to fine tune that, right? Yeah. So there's all these other little things you could yeah. do, smaller goals yeah. per se. Love it. You're awesome. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Perrin. Yes. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Um, So this is a little fun podcast. It'll actually be a two-part series. This is part one, and it'll be all the coaches, us doing kind of these one-on-one just, I'm going to call it like a goal review session. Okay, great. (laughs) Kind of where your fitness has been in the last year. So kind of looking back at 2021 as we're near the end, and then looking ahead at 2022, what do you want to accomplish? Is there something that you're targeting for? Um, and, And... 2021 at the beginning of the year was kind of when you first started coaching at the gym. So there's kind of something that ties into that. And I'm I'm interested if your fitness was impacted by it or, um, so recap the year for me, how your fitness has changed, improved in the last 12 months. Sure. I, okay. I like to tell myself it improved. I don't know that I have any factual data to back that up, but yes, going from just a member to coaching, now I work out at really random times of the day, not necessarily the same class, the same time, anything. And so I was very consistent with that 930 class before. Um, so I don't want to say it pushed me outside of my comfort zone because I love all the classes. But as far as my body was used to this time, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you work out at 6 a.m. or 630 p.m. And, you know, that is different. It is it yeah. is an adjustment. It's not, you know, necessarily what you're used to. So I had to adapt to some things like that. But I would say overall, the past year, I kind of was a little more skill oriented as far as like I wanted to be better at, you know, strict handstand pushups, better at chest to bar, you know, get a ring muscle up, all those things. And some of those were rollover from 2019 Um, because I tell myself I didn't, you know, didn't didn't quite get to all of it. But then 2020 happened and, you know, some things kind of got squashed together. But I think I wanted to be able to kind of want to be able to do everything in a workout. Even if it's not RX, I can still do the skills. Have you um, gotten to that point? Yeah, I feel like I have. And I would, you know, and so I felt a little more confident signing up for some competitions. Um, and one of them I RX did and one of the other competition I didn't. And they were two just very different competitions. One, I had a female partner, one, I had a male partner, but just feeling a little more confident to do some of those things because now I have a little bit broader skill set. Um, How much I, extra work was required to accomplish the skills that you're You kind know, of t- I don't think it requires as much extra work as people think it does. It just requires the consistency. You can do that little five-minute, five-six-minute EMOM before or after class of strict pull-ups, of handstand push-ups or chest-to-bar, whatever it is. And yes, those five minutes get real hard after like minute three. But if you do it a couple of days a week, it really doesn't require, it didn't require an hour before and after class every day. It's just a, those extra few minutes on things. I love that you say that because I think even as people hear this, like that's what those goal review sessions are for because you can say, hey, I really want to do fill in the blank X. Yep. And then your coach can say, hey, just do this five or six minutes before class, you know, yep. do it, but consistently, right. not, not like, or I want to be a better runner. And I say that cause I really do want to be a better runner. <laughs> I just really, I want to do it without actually running. Turns out that's not a thing. 
But if I approached running the same way I approached some, you know, some of these other skills, I'd probably be a better runner. And, you know, if I just ran an 800 before class, you know. So what makes you want to be a better runner? Because I'm really bad at it. Um, any workout that has running in it, I'm like, all right, whatever they say it should be done in, just tack on 30 seconds for me. And well, those 30 seconds start to add up and oh. all of a sudden you're not fin- you're not able to finish the workout. And it's because I don't put attention to running because I don't like it. Yeah. But... I need to, you know, but for example, one of the two, both competitions I was in, they thought running would be a great idea. You know, they were short enough distances that I was okay. But had I put the work in before that, instead of finding out, you know, two weeks before, I'm not going to improve my running enough two weeks before, but it's not like I haven't known for years that I don't need to do that. So that's kind of something you look back and you're like, man, are you working on that right now? No, see, that's 2022. And I've got like six person of the year left. I saw a post (laughs) about that today. So we're going to, you're just going to finish out our consistency of not working on running for 2021. So have you dove into what that means? Like how how are we going to become better? better at running I have a little bit and so hopefully he doesn't listen to this because he knows how long ago he gave me this running advice but I did talk to Cliff Latham about kind of running and how he approaches it and you know I don't I don't I don't care about running a marathon half marathon but props to everyone running the BCS marathon coming up in a couple days Um, I know we have several members doing that and so best of luck to all of them but I just want to be able to when I see you know, a 1200 meter run in a workout, not cry. Like that would be ideal. Yeah. Um, what's worse if you see a hundred wall balls in a workout or a a 1200 meter run? How many times do I have to do the 1200 meter run? Once. I would still take it, but I honestly would probably finish the wall balls first. <laughs> so, the, I mean, the pause in your answer makes me realize how much you I, really dread the run. I Because I, I, it's more like the fat man shuffle when I run. Yeah. I don't know that I'd really qualify it as a run, you know? Like, yeah. Um, so I definitely do want to put the time in for that. And it's also, it's so stupid because it's one of those things that I could do around my block at home, but I don't. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's definitely on my list for 2022. Okay. Something I had in mind for 2021 and I just like really geared and towards anything else, which yeah. I know was probably. So nervous. overall 2021, you advanced in skills. Yeah. You were able to RX confidently say that for the most part, you're RXing just about all workouts. Yeah. You competed a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, in 2022, do you want to compete a little bit more? Yeah, I'd like to. Um, and I would say now it's now taking all those, those skills and I've got to start, you know, just consistently putting them in workouts. Um, you know, anytime I see ring muscle ups in a workout, I'm like, but I could do bar muscle ups because I'm more comfortable there. Even though I can do the ring muscle ups, they still intimidate me in a workout. Um, so using the skills that I've acquired and the only way for me to get better at them at this point is to just start using them in the workouts. And I think we have great programming where they pop up enough mm-hmm. that I should be able to start working towards that, whether it's strict handstand pushups or like the chest bar showed up in our, one of our, my competition with Brandon. And, you know, we had kind of had a plan going in for how we were going to split up this workout and knowing that he is stronger at chest bar than I am. Um, and we're pretty similar on double unders. So I was going to do a little heavier double unders and he was going to do more chest to bar. And we stuck to our plan for the most part, but I was stunned. I got up there and I just started going on these chest to bar and that has never happened for me. And so he, he kind of looked at me and he was like, I was like, yeah, that, that was a good set. Like, wow. and so that, you know, but I had put the work in for that, but just having the confidence to know that I should be doing that more often. Yeah. But, is um, the open on your radar? Like, is that important to you? You know, we're not going to think about that just yet. <laughs> no, but I, I do enjoy the open. It's fun. It's fun. And I like the the element of surprise of not really knowing what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I like the fact that you're probably going to accomplish something you've never accomplished before. Mm-hmm. Um, and partly it's because it's a workout you've probably never seen before. Um, I mean, I'm I'm A-OK if they leave out wall walks. Um, as I'm I, sure, I have a feeling they're coming back. As I'm sure everyone else is. I think they are too. But you know what? Apparently I have a weird affinity for wall walks. So yeah. I'm not really, I'm not going to, I'm yeah, not, really, not going to practice your, them. That was your workout. That was one, I know, stupid, right? And I actually <laughs> paced the wall walks way slower than I should have because I just expected to be more fatigued than I was. Yeah. But I didn't redo it because I had a perfect double under workout and that was that was never going to happen again. So yeah. I was just like, just take the win, move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Has uh, nutrition changed at all this year? No, I feel like it's, it's, it's probably pretty consistent. Um, now I have had a little dose of... You know, the schedule coaching at a gym is very inconsistent. It's not eight to five. Some days it's early, some days it's late. So I did hit a challenge where I had to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was good about meal prepping and some of those things, but then making sure, you know, how do I like sneak a shake in between classes? You know, because that four o'clock class starts. So you're kind of on the coaching floor about 345 and you're not finishing till about 745. And I don't know about y'all, but I eat in that time frame. That's right. I get hungry and I'm not a good person when I'm hungry. Yep. And I don't need 630 to see a not good side of me. (laughs) Um, So finding that balance was probably the biggest challenge with nutrition. Just new schedule. Yeah. New schedule. Um, Would you, do you want to make an adjustment nutritionally at all in 2022? I mean, I should I should probably eat less cookies <laughs> and brownies, but we're not gonna worry about that because again, six percent of the year yet, like you know, six percent of the year left. But um, yeah, I'm really good Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, no, I, well, I would say it's 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 pretty good. And overall, I love but. this uh, asking these questions because I I was telling this to Stephanie. It, like I, I love our members knowing that you know. We're we're coaches and we're training you, but we still face challenges. Yeah, if you, you know? think if you think I'm working on a scale of perfection, you yeah, are no, so we wrong. are we are you know, and and I mentioned this to Stephanie, but it's like we're just maybe a little bit ahead of them in the journey. You sure. know, we have, we have people starting new every day, every day, and and we are just a little bit ahead, and so right. we still face temptation and their struggles, but you know. I think it allows for a little bit of authenticity for them to know that, hey. I, I participated in Cookies with Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a cookie, and I got my picture with Santa. And I had two Good. cups of hot chocolate. all around. You know, uh, la- um, last question will be about running. So how will you be able to, or define to me what ending the year in actually feeling like you were successful in your goal, what is that going to be? What is it going to feel like? I would say what I'm looking for is maybe a balance of, and I don't want to say a long distance run because like long to me is like the stop sign outside, (laughs) but I want to be able to consistently have a mile run that's around the seven minute mark. Cause if that's the only thing I have to do, I can run about a seven thirty mile, but like there better be nothing else on like for the day. So right. even if it's in it, with something else in it, yeah, I want to be able your to have seven a, minute mile, right? Like so, when I start off Murph, I want to be able to run a seven minute mile on both sides of Murph or close mm. to it. Versus this last year was like nine and nine thirty, yeah. you know. And then I would say consistently four hundreds at the two minute mark because I'm great fresh. Or if it's meant to be a sprint style, you know, 400, but I would love for my just normal 400 to be closer to the, you know, or sorry, the two minute mark versus the 215. And then as I get tired, the 220, you know, because that's me in a workout. It can be five rounds. Yeah. And it's going to, I'm going to add about 10 seconds every time. And that crushes me in a running workout. So I would say those are the kind of goals that I'd be looking for. Not that like if I'm not going to like come in the door and if my Murph mile isn't seven minutes, just 
chalk it up to a loss. Yeah, but you'll but, view it as a win if this year your Murph Mile is at 8, eight and 8.30, right? Absolutely. That'd be progress. a huge improvement from yeah. last year. So Sweet. just little things like that, kind of looking for both in because I'm real solid on a 200. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's 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 my speed that's that's where i, I really shine no, on a 200 the, meter run <laughs> this is great and it's you know recorded so we have uh proof that it happened that's it thanks parent you're welcome all right jacob thanks for joining me thank you this is a you know a little fun uh coaches edition but we're doing these interviews individually and we're actually recapping 2021 mm-hmm. uh, as we kind of approach new year's day and giving our, our members a little bit of insight into how your your journey has been in the last year, fitness-wise, mm-hmm. health and fitness, and if there's any specific goals that you have coming up. So yep. let's look back at 2021. I know you've been here uh, just a few months, but or mm-hmm. a couple months, but uh, going into 2021, did you have any fitness goals? Yes. Did you have anything specifically that you feel like you've accomplished? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so flashback to 2021, I was a coach. And part of the competitors program at CrossFit Sprague, uh, my coach and uh, the head coach for the competitors was Adam Aguilera. And he got uh, right after Christmas of 2020, he got us all on a Zoom meeting. Uh, don't miss those, by the way. And uh, told us to write down our fitness goals for 2021. And he was actually for each of us going to write down his own desires for us for 2021 and see you know what aligned what was misaligned and where we could move forward i actually ran into that list uh last weekend it was uh quite interesting i looked at it and on it on that list there were four things that were written number one and since i tend to be a tad dramatic it was written and covered in a complete half page of paper uh (laughs) was learn to handstand walk Uh, So I did not know how to do that come 2021. And number two on that was improve ring muscle up capacity. Uh, At that point, I was only able to do about two to maybe three unbroken uh, by that point. And number three was uh, to improve handstand push-up capacity. And number four was to improve push jerk capacity under moderate load. So just to kind of set this... um stage for what your response is you had a coach mm-hmm. who you worked out with regularly or who you I just didn't. programmed competitor program for you so he uh he was a uh, a phenomenal coach uh and he um had he coached one athlete to the games uh he, he had been to regionals i think a few times and he was just of of very interested in the competitive side of, of yeah so he oversaw this group of competitors mm-hmm. yes and you were one of them i was one of them i was the only one who could not handstand walk if you're gonna imagine and he of course he could probably handstand walk faster than he himself could run uh <laughs> and so he programmed. i think that's so cool that you know he challenged you guys to have these goals and yes. then he did your goals match up with his goals for you in, in a way uh, his, his, he, he wrote two things actually. Um, and one I just thought was implied. Uh, but his, his goals for me were to improve overhead range of motion and to improve in strength. And, um, the strength I thought was implied because all you have to do is look at me and know, well, he needs improving strength. <laughs> uh, so, but in the improving range of motion, it was, that was the means to the end for me. That was, tied up and if you notice all those four things i wrote they're all overhead uh modalities 
And um, I was largely incapable of doing much of them because of my, of my overhead range of motion. So, and um, whenever I read in that list just last weekend, I was blown away by it uh, because not only had I, in my understanding, uh, accomplished those goals, but I had surpassed them by my wildest dreams. Uh, today, I would say my second greatest tool in my arsenal is ring muscle up capacity. Uh, I, I, I can, you know, do 25 unbroken, uh, 25 unbroken yeah. ring muscle ups. For me, I'm really thinking, you know, when we were talking about doing rent, when we did, uh, not Randy, what was it? What workout did we do with the ring muscle ups, handstand pushups? I totally forgot. Chad. No, not oh, Chad. No, Nate. What was it? Nate. There yes. we go. It's, you know, someone's name. Uh, <laughs> and I was over here thinking, God, it's only two. Uh, I, like, I, if it was seven or 10, I would be so much better. Um, but it was, you know, it, it has gone to show that, you know, I did, I was, I just grilled myself on technique and on improving range of motion. And it was definitely a hard road to hope. Yeah. To go from two to three to 25. I mean, I think of so many things, yeah. even like breathing, yeah. you know, just, uh, where your eyes are when you come down for the return kip. That was like, even that, well, it, it goes it, radical in a very different way. I, I feel like that improvement is almost like the person who's double undering and they're exerting so much effort to double under, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't allow longevity in the movement, right? Yeah. It's like you're so tired by the time you get 15 that you can't think to do 100 unbroken. Absolutely. So you had to have overcome, and again, I can't do 25. I think I can do like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking about if you could answer, I mean, you don't have to dive in because I'm sure we could spend a whole podcast just talking about your four goals and how you did it. Um, like, give me some of the little things in your tw ring muscle ups that you uh, implemented into your training to get there. Um, so I had a rule <clears throat> with handstand walking and with ring muscle ups every single day that I went to the gym. I had a rule that I would spend 30 minutes. I would literally start a clock and I would spend 30 minutes practicing handstand walking. And then I would spend 30 minutes practicing ring muscle ups. That was separate. So 60 minutes total. 60 minutes in all. I know. Uh, and then I would do all the work, uh, you know, all the training that uh, was scheduled for that day. So, uh, I, I, again, I was totally committed. I, uh, you know, I was training with a CrossFit Games athlete at the time. And I, I could, anything that was, you know, high heart rate um, or just, you know, a grind, I could hang with him and it was a blast. But when it came to you know, having to do 50 ring muscle-ups total in a workout, I knew I was, I mean, he, um, our coach never programmed a time cap, but I would just have to invent one because there, I just knew there was no way it was going to happen. So, um, I was really driven by that seeing, by seeing other people who could just, you know, seemingly float up, uh, those rings and they were not wearing out. And I knew I, I was blown away because I could best them at kipping pull-ups. I could best them at strict ring dips or kipping ring dips, but I'm over here, um, not able to do more than a few. So it was definitely mechanical the, and, uh, that was the problem and then technique. So, um, it was just, uh, every day I would just wear my phone out with videos. I ended up getting, uh, of yourself, phone, like watching video, your own technique. Yes, of me. So I'd set up on the rig. I got a phone case. I still have that. Well, magnet is a magnet onto the rig because it was a perfect view to the rings that I was using. 
And I, I studied, I, and I'm so blessed because I studied ring muscle up technique before I would feel relatively insecure coaching it. Uh, and I would kind of try to try to shy away from it. I've learned so much about ring muscle up technique and skill work that now handstand learning, teaching people to handstand walk and teaching people to ring muscle up are some, now some of my absolute favorite things to, to coach. That's and awesome. cause I've learned so much about it. So, uh, basically <clears throat> I would always, I would com- I completely, um, uh, segmented the ring muscle up and for example or the handstand walk and I would just work on each segment of it and then try to sync it all together and really learn patience through it because you know in the ring muscle up you really need patience if you start pulling early you're going to have all kinds of problems so it was just the tying into all of that and then it's awesome man just grit. well I mean that alone, and I'm assuming the other areas you've achieved success, meaning oh, that, beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. How much time did you have to spend on the overhead and the handstand push up? Equal to 30 minutes? 30 no, minutes? I, those two were the big ones. Uh, the handstand walk, because I couldn't do and it. And then the ring muscle up, because again, my uh, Adam, the coach at Sprague, he loved those two movements to death, and he was phenomenal at them. So he had programmed them all the time. I mean, it was like every other day. There's something, you know. Um, and the handstand push-up, you know, is one of those that it um, at the beginning of the year, there was a workout that had a total of 105 handstand push-ups in it. And I remember I did 55 total, but, and then I just had to walk away. Everyone had been done with a whole workout and minutes after me. And then I literally could not do another one. I, my shoulders were that blown and I was in agony. Uh, and now actually it's September. I did a workout that had, uh, about 150 handstand pushups in it total. And I was fine. Uh, it was like, Wow. Let's let's move on to the to the other workout. It was it was a blast, but that one was more from what I knew was range of motion, uh, overhead mobility. It it wasn't again a strength a strength issue really, or or in this case even really a technique issue. It was my technique was faulty because I literally could not get my um, shoulders or my elbows in the position that were needed uh, in throughout the movement. So it was just really improving range of motion. So that's why the uh, the athletes here, whenever usually when you take a class of mine, I uh, almost always am going to end it or begin it or end and begin it with uh, some form of mobility because uh, I believe it's so valuable and impactful to yeah, us. Yeah, and that could be the limiting factor in mm-hmm. other areas that people aren't seeing Absolutely. progress. Yeah. So looking ahead, 2022, mm-hmm. do you have as specific no. goals? No, <laughs> or- I don't. Uh, I'm blessed now. I would say that there's really nothing that is particularly like weak. I would mm-hmm. say in in my fitness, uh, there's nothing that's just glaringly out there. Of oh my, like soul. last year when like you could- last year, uh huh. Um, so now it's you know I'm committed to uh, following the programming. Uh, to the best of my ability, I'm not going to be dogmatic about it like I am about some other things. About I must do every single thing that is written uh, because um, that is not my primary goal. The uh, e- even in being here in the gym, coaching is definitely more my primary goal. So uh, if coaching is going to get in the way of fitness, then I won't complete all the programming. But I definitely am going to stick to training to the best of my ability and seeking to be the best athlete I can be 
given my other priorities. Yeah. So for you, the shift this year is more, it is a hobby. Mm-hmm. Would you say last year it was a hobby going into yeah. 2021? Mm-hmm. So still a hobby. Um, but the shift this year, like the fact that you're even saying, hey, if I can't complete all the programming because I've got other priorities, it sounds like something you're okay with. Yeah. I, and Bar- I was, it's definitely a hobby. It's also definitely, you know, a, a passion. Uh, I, I'm not married. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have children. So, or anything like that. So I, I can devote a yeah. significant amount of time and I, and I do to training and, and I love it. So when I talk about the programming, you know, it can sometimes honestly be six full hours of just training, uh, if you were to do it all. So, you know, I might get four hours of it done, but not the full six, if that's sometimes yeah. just programmed, uh, to bear in mind. So it's still, um, you know, a huge passion and interest of mine. Yeah. It's not like you're saying, Oh, if I only get 30 minutes of this one hour session, I'm okay. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> if uh, I get, it sounds like if I get, I'll be here at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> if that's, if that's what the day yeah. will look like. No, this is great. I had no idea that you had set such specific goals last year and mm-hmm. then uh, the fact that you accomplished them. And I love that you shared that it didn't just happen because I started doing them in workouts a little bit more. You know, taking the muscle ups and the handstand walking and working on those 30 minutes each per day shows how much time and beyond that, studying video, working on mobility that, you know, sometimes these things don't just happen. You have to actually have a plan and work towards it. Absolutely. Thanks, Jacob. Mm -hmm. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.